Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stovar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 47. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them. And I am so stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. This episode, friends, we are exploring uh, pronouns and how they have such a huge impact on our lives, both positive and negative. See, our pronouns are usually one of the first things that so many trans and gender diverse people change when they begin to socially transition. And our pronouns have a profound impact on us in both positive and a negative way, depending on how the people around us use our pronouns. <laughs> and it can really feel like a fight to be validated by the people in our lives when it comes to having our pronouns used. And this is something I've been reflecting a lot on lately because over the past year and a bit, I've had some big challenges with people in my family that I, I want to say struggled to use the pronouns that I had asked to use. And it's been ongoing. It's been ongoing for a number of years. So like, it's been a long time and it's always felt like this fight, like I've had to push and push and constantly remind and correct. And it's quite exhausting, <laughs> but not only is it exhausting, it's emotionally draining because then every time I'm misgendered and every time I correct, I feel like I'm having to do all this self-work to assure myself that I'm valid, that I'm okay, regardless of what the pronouns that they use on me. And it's really prompted me to reflect on pronouns in general. Uh, now, I do want to acknowledge that it is so important for the correct pronouns to be used with a person. And I'm not in any way saying that that is not the case because I think it is highly important. I think it is one of the most validating things that a person can do for someone who is trans or gender diverse is to use the pronouns that have been asked because it shows respect, it shows care, it shows love, it shows an understanding that this person is expressing who they are and that is valid and that is so important. But, <laughs> I'm going to say but here, and this is a but because of my own reflections on pronouns, because of the fight that I've had and the, the hardship that I've felt having to fight for my pronouns to be used, particularly with people in my family. Like when it comes to strangers misgendering me and using the wrong pronouns, I've kind of come to a point where it's like, well, this person doesn't know me. This person is obviously doing the best they can with what they know about society, with the views that they have. So I've kind of come to this point where I've realized I can't be upset at a stranger who doesn't know me for not using they, them pronouns, because this is still such a, a new conversation for mainstream folks. I'm sure like 
this conversation has been around for a long time with people in the trans and gender diverse community and uh, to a smaller extent to with people in the LGBT community and it's new to so many cishet people <laughs> and I get that so when it comes to strangers who use she pronouns on me I've, I've reached this point where I'm just like oh yeah well they mean well like they obviously weren't trying to be rude they were using a term that they thought was respectful so I've realized that I can't be upset with someone for not knowing my pronouns when they don't know who I am and I think it's unfair to have an expectation on a stranger to assume that I maybe don't use the pronouns that they assume aligns with my gender. <laughs> because we can't ask someone, don't presume that I'm, say in my case, don't presume that I'm female but then at the same time be like, well, don't presume that I'm not because either way, it's a story and it's this, it's challenging to have an expectation for one thing but not the other on people. So we can't say, please assume, I can't say, not we, I can only speak for myself here. I can't say, please assume that I'm not uh, female because how are they to know? Especially I've learned this because I do a lot of education. I do a lot of work with allies or people who are wanting to learn and understand how they can better support the trans and gender diverse community, which is amazing. And what I've realized from working with so many people who are cishet is that they just, firstly, they don't know what they don't know. Now, I can't expect people to know what they don't know. And when cishet people aren't exposed to members of the trans, the gender diverse community, they just lack awareness. And therefore, their view of the world and the bubble that they live in doesn't accommodate our experiences. Now, I can't hold that against someone because they don't know what they don't know. And while there's no excusing for a lack of information these days because a quick Google search of any term that you may see around is going to give you a whole bunch of stuff and you can educate yourself. But what it comes down to is people thinking that it's relevant to them. And a lot of people who are cishet don't think that it's relevant to them to understand the experiences of the trans community, of the gender diverse community, or of the LGBTQIA plus community on the whole because it doesn't impact their lives. So they're like, well, why do I care? Right, And this is the challenge and this is something that I've, through the years of working with so many folks who are trying to better support the people in their lives or just the community in general who are transgender diverse, is that they just don't realize how much they don't know. I think they don't realize how much of a bubble they live in until they start learning about the experiences of other trans and gender diverse people out there and really seeing the impact their language can have on other people. Now, for a random stranger who maybe hasn't taken any time to educate themselves about TGD issues or doesn't care or, in some cases, sadly, doesn't support the trans and gender diverse community because that is also a thing. Some people just don't like trans and gender diverse people. I mean, they're not nice people. <laughs> I think they're highly uneducated people when it comes to the experiences of our community, but they are out there as well. And we can't fool ourselves into thinking that they're not. But when a stranger misgenders me, 
I'm not going to be upset by that because I can't have an expectation for them to just know my identity. And that's taken a long time and it's not easy because we all want validation. We all want to be seen as who we are. However, understanding that people just lack that awareness and they're not going to take the time to go and educate themselves, it can make life a bit easier. So if you are just beginning to explore your pronouns, feel really great about that and... I highly recommend taking that time, figuring out what works for you, trying stuff out, but prepare yourself mentally for the fact that there are going to be people out there who just are either unaware and therefore they're going to misgender you or they don't want to use the pronouns you're asking and they're going to misgender you. (laughs) And I've really learned through this kind of reflection of how I see myself that if I just expect everyone to misgender me when they don't I'm pleasantly surprised but when they do I'm not upset because I'm like I just expect most people to not have that awareness and while it's not the greatest way to be able to navigate the world you know in an ideal world people would not presume anyone's gender and right from when we're very small we would not be assigned a a gender or a sex at birth we would just allow be allowed to be ourselves and express ourselves freely but that's not the world we live in and because of that we're all educated in a certain way which is very binary so preparing yourself as best you can to understand that it's going to happen helps it be a bit less hurtful and I really do want to emphasize that that can take time, but the best way I've gone about helping myself feel good when these circumstances happen and not getting upset about it at all is by assessing how someone is addressing me. Are they being respectful? How is, what's their intention behind it? If their intention is just a, a superficial interaction and they happen to use a she, her pronoun on me or something like that, but they mean it respectfully, I'm not going to get upset by that because they're not actually trying to disrespect me. Even though I may feel hurt and disrespected because it's not my my pronouns, I can also understand and see that their intention is not to cause harm. And that really does make life easier. And I've particularly had to work through this with my family because it was always such a fight and all these corrections and it it got to a point where everything just blew up and that wasn't great (laughs) and I had the realization after some heated discussion that I cannot force someone to use the pronouns I want regardless of how consistently or persistently I correct them and remind That is not always going to work. You cannot force someone to do something they don't want to do. And I came to the realization that I have to respect that. And while that's not ideal for me, understanding that has taken away a lot of hurt that I was experiencing. And I can't emphasize enough how challenging it was. (laughs) And the time I had to take in to... uh, think about that sort of stuff and really, really see beyond the misgendering and look at all the other things that my family were doing for me that did support me. Even though they weren't using my pronouns, what were they doing that did support me, that did show me that they cared, even if it involved misgendering me? And that shift in perspective 
made a huge difference because it's easy to just see the mistakes that people make over time. And in this case, it was the mistakes of constantly misgendering me. And all I, all I looked at then was, oh, well, they're misgendering me. And then all I started to focus on was all the mistakes they did. It was never any of the things when they didn't make mistakes. All I could focus on was mistakes. And it's a really exhausting way to live. It's hard. It, it was leading to me constantly having feelings of frustration, feelings of anger, feelings of disrespect. But by shifting my perspective to seeing the whole picture, because that misgendering and that challenge with pronouns, in my experience, was one small part of it, because there was more to the picture than that. And there's also more to me than just my pronouns. And while it is important that I do <laughs> I think it's important that I do have the pronouns that I've asked to have used used. I can also now take that time to see the bigger picture and see that there is more to me than my pronouns. And there is so much that gets done for me. And there's so much care from my family that I wasn't taking the time to see because I was constantly just focusing on those negative aspects. Now, <laughs> this is not to say that I don't still take the time to try and educate people and try and educate my family and be supportive, but I think sometimes a shift in perspective can be really helpful in moving forward and helping you feel better about where you're at because it can be super exciting changing pronouns. I know for me it was, I was like, yes, like I finally have a way to reference myself that doesn't make me cringe, that doesn't feel like, oh, this is just not who I am. <laughs> and there are so many pronouns out there and I love it there and the way that people express themselves and I use they, them pronouns. They, them pronouns are quite common. But some of the pronouns I've seen where people have gone like, nah, that doesn't do it for me. I need to make a word to identify myself. I fucking love it. It's like, yes, what better form of self-expression than to create a pronoun that totally feels relevant and real to you by that, that self-creation. And that is so neat. And friend, if you are listening and you are exploring your pronouns or if you're thinking about what pronouns out there or you've used they them pronouns for a long time but think you know maybe there's something else you'd like to try or it doesn't quite fit right but you just don't know what else to do having a quest online for pronouns will give you some amazing sort of ideas that other people have used and maybe you'll find one of those ideas that someone else has used and see that it actually works for you as well and then you get to have a pronoun that helps you better express how you are. And that is amazing. And feel really good about that. And feel really good about that regardless of what anyone else does in regards to validating your pronouns. Someone else using your pronouns does not make you any more or less who you are. I know it feels nice and I know it's respectful and as I have said, in an ideal world, it would be something that everyone just did. 
but we certainly do not live in an ideal world. <laughs> so it's really important to manage your expectations, but then also be open to being pleasantly surprised when people do use your pronouns that you've asked or are more open to understanding your self-expression than you may have thought because that can happen. Now, it can feel really shit when we are asking people to use their pronouns and they don't. It's invalidating. But being misgendered, because that's essentially what's happening when we are having the incorrect pronouns used on us, we're being misgendered. We're being told what our identity is based on someone else's story of us, not on who we are. And it feels shit. And that is the time, that is the most important time to be kind to yourself because it doesn't change you. And it does take time, friend. It does. But please just remind yourself that someone else's view on you can't stop you from being you. And please don't, as as as... As easy it is to say and harder to act out, don't let someone else's opinion of you or thoughts about your pronouns influence what you choose to do in your life. You can totally rock at being you. You can do all the things you want regardless of what anyone else says, regardless of what anyone else thinks or what pronouns they use on you. And... If we reflect on it, and I've thought about this, I've had a lot of thinkings, especially through lockdown, <laughs> lots of time to reflect on things and just explore, explore my views on my identity and how I can better conduct myself and how I see other people conduct themselves around someone who uses they them pronouns in this example me <laughs> because it shows a lot about people and I've seen that and this is myself included this is all of us we make judgments on people based about their appearances and as I mentioned um, a moment ago you know, we, we make up these stories about someone and it becomes really hard to change the story we tell ourselves about someone even though it's not true, it's just, it's this perception because humans make these judgments. It's how we have survived long term <laughs> because we make judgments on things and therefore we shape our view of the world based on that, regardless of facts. Now, the difference here is that some people will make their judgments but have the perception to see that that is just their own judgment and it is not truth. And some people completely lack awareness that they've made these judgments and assumptions and they stick to that story. And this is where the challenge starts for asking people to gender you the way you want to be gendered by using the pronouns you want to use. And it makes that difference between people who are actually going to be supportive of you and aren't. And it's self-awareness. Self-awareness plays a huge part here because until... Every person begins to see the judgments that make they make of others and reflect on that and reflect on how they see the world, how they see themselves. Until people get to that stage where they can become aware that they've made these judgments, they are not going to be open to changing them. They're not. 
And it's a it's a really interesting conclusion I've come to. And I'm I'm sure there are other folks out there that have also come to this conclusion. And I've seen it because I follow so many amazing humans on Instagram and I listen Oh, read, I listen, I listen. I read people's stories on Reddit and stuff like that. And it, this really got me thinking because there's a lot of folks out there who are gender diverse in some way. They're non-binary, they're gender fluid, they're, they're however they want to express themselves. But they will say, use whatever pronouns you want on me, but be respectful. And that really got me thinking. And some some of the people who here in Melbourne that I look up to have also said that. And it's really kind of got me thinking about how to approach pronouns and how to navigate the world in a way that helps me feel good about me, but also gives me an opportunity to help the people who are open to better supporting the transgender diverse community. Because so much of it comes down to that self-awareness about our own personal biases and our own perceptions. And this is not just with gender. This is with class. This is with race. This is with uh, ableism. This is There's so many levels of judgment that we make that shape our whole view of the world. And none of it is true because it is all only our own judgment and our own stories that we make around that. And until we can all reflect on all all the different intersectionalities that are out there and understand that our stories aren't truth and our stories don't make someone else's experience any more or less valid. That's just a story we tell. Until that happens, I think it's really hard to shape change. But by just sharing with people, when I've spoken with allies or people who are wanting to work on becoming an ally, because allyship is a lifelong practice. It's not something you can label yourself. (laughs) I'm a self-assigned ally. It's like, yeah, but what are you actually doing? (laughs) So the people who are working on how to become an ally, how to support the TGD community, it's that raising of the point that their personal bias influences how they interact with the people in the world. And in this case, how they interact with transgender diverse people, how they view transgender diverse people, and how they use language to either support or diminish the experience of a transgender diverse person. So being mindful that even though we have our own experiences, so does the person that we're asking to use the pronouns that we want used. And it's really important because this is not one-sided. And we, as hard as it is, we do need to be understanding of the people that we're asking this change of because it could be hard for them. It could be really hard for whatever whatever experiences they've had in life, whatever views they have of the world. We can't force someone to change them. And we are sometimes asking a lot from people who are very set in their views and very set in their ways. And it's really important to be understanding of that. But you also don't have to be on the receiving end of harmful language if that doesn't help you feel good. If it's consistent and it's harmful and there's no other ways that a person in your life is showing respect, is showing care, is supporting you, then you also don't have to stay around them. And this is something else that I've done with other family because I've had family who have said really homophobic, really transphobic things. And it's like, you know what? I don't have time for that shit in my life. We may be connected through blood, but you are, <laughs> you're not a nice person and I don't need you in my life anymore. And that has been it. And I have 
not spoken to those people because you don't need to accept mistreatment from someone just because they're family. Family does not mean that you owe someone to be their punching bag. That's not how it goes. So be aware if you are navigating a space where you're having challenges with someone using the right pronouns, take that step back. Have that wider view. See if there's other ways that you are being supported because it may be that this is just a particular way that right now these people maybe are having struggles within themselves because it doesn't reflect on you when someone misgenders you. It reflects on them. But they are having challenges in their views of the world and on how they are trying to accommodate your experience as well. So someone else's shit about your pronouns is totally their shit but you don't have to be their punching bag if they're not treating you well, if they're not respecting you in other aspects of your life. Now, if that is the case, please know, friend, that there are people out there who are sharing a similar experience to you, who will support you. You do have community, even though it may not feel like it, it might feel really lonely, especially if you're just exploring your gender identity. And if you are in a space where it's dangerous for you to be exploring a gender identity. Perhaps you are living somewhere where it's illegal to be queer still or where violence against trans and gender diverse people is really high because these are all realities depending on where we live. That makes it really hard and maybe you just can't express yourself. And just know that there are spaces where you will be able to do that. It may not be in real life. It may not be where you're at, but online there are communities out there sharing similar experiences to you where you can express yourself and I encourage you to look them up I know it's lonely I know it's hard I I can't imagine what it's like living somewhere where it's illegal I'm my own experiences from a small regional town full of racist rednecks <laughs> I, I got a lot of homophobia myself so I have some experience of community members who I don't even know harassing, abusing, assaulting me, but I know it gets worse than that. And I know you know what is best for you and you will know what is safe for you. And you don't have to come out. You don't have to share that with people if it's not safe for you or if you don't want to. You actually don't even need to change your pronouns at all. That is also a thing. You can be very valid in your identity, whatever that is, without actually changing your pronouns. And that is always something that you can explore. And it's an option that your own kind of self-perception and reflection will be able to highlight for you whether or not that's something that actually helps you feel good about you. So explore that as well because you can be so valid in your identity as being transgender, as being gender diverse and not need to change your pronouns. And particularly if you are somewhere with uh, safety risks, that is also something to explore but know that you are valid regardless. Now, if you find yourself in any of these experiences that I've talked about today, whether it's family misgendering you, whether it's the people in your community, or you're having challenges with exploring your gender identity, not understanding maybe what pronoun might work for you, just know, friend, that you have support out there and you are valid. And finding those folks who will support you is huge just remember you're strong and you are valid regardless of 
what mouth sounds someone else directs at you. <laughs> it's also a way I've started thinking about it because words are just a sound and it's the meaning we put on those sounds that cause hurt in our lives. So don't let the random mouth sounds of someone else bring you down as hard as that can be because there's so much emotion that goes into it. Just know that you knowing who you are is so important and the challenges someone else has, that is all on them. You can totally rock you. Now let's have a look at what we've touched on today. <laughs> it's been a bit... <laughs> we've looked at exploring your pronouns and having a look for what ones that feel right for you, whether it's ones that other people use or it's creating a whole new amazing word that helps you really express your true self. Do it, friend. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be something that you can really use to help shape who you are and who you want to be or who you see yourself as. We've looked at managing your expectations when it comes to other people using your pronouns because that is so important. When we put an expectation on something and it is not fulfilled is when we get hurt. But if we don't have an expectation or in in my kind of case, my view is I just kind of have this low-key expectation that everyone's going to misgender me. When, I, when it doesn't happen, I am pleasantly surprised. But when it does, I'm like, well, that's what I was expecting. It doesn't make me think less of the people around me because I also understand that they are having their own experience of the world and it is different to mine and I can't make them do anything the way they can't make me do anything. So being really understanding of that, that interactions between people are different <laughs> and each individual person is going to have their own way that they approach the world and just be understanding of that. And if someone is causing you harm, you don't have to stay around for that regardless of who they are. And I cannot emphasize that enough. You are not your family's punching bag. So don't think just because family is family that it means you have to be on the receiving end of harm you can change your life in so many ways to help you feel good about you and one of them is sadly and sometimes it comes to it cutting the people from your life that are perpetuating a whole lot of harm towards you I've looked at managing yourself if and when you do experiencing misgendering due to folks using the wrong pronouns because one thing you do have control over in your life, probably the only thing, is how you feel and how you manage yourself when you have emotions and when you have feelings come up. You have control of that. They may feel shit and they may feel overwhelming and sometimes it's really easy to get caught in emotion and it just plays out in this cycle. And often we repeat these cycles of emotion when they're really familiar to us. But it is possible to slowly work through the emotions that you have coming up and manage how you feel to overall just have a better experience, one that's less painful, less depressing, less anxious. I know through the middle of lockdown when I was experiencing some of the worst of the misgendering that I was getting, I went through a really deep point of depression. I couldn't even, I couldn't get up out of bed. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to train. Nothing, nothing was doing anything for me. I was fucking down <laughs> and it was tough and it was being fueled by these feelings of invalidation of hurt of disrespect and it took a lot of work it took a lot of time 
to navigate that and come to these realizations and come to this self-awareness that I have now. But I think that overall it has helped me and it is helping me to be able to better support the people who really do want to actively do better for our community. Now you can find all the details from today's show in the show notes. If you are enjoying the show, friends, and you know someone else who might, share it with them. Share an episode that you like. Share all the episodes. It doesn't matter. Let's spread the word. Spread the love. <laughs> if you have any questions about this episode or you would like to learn a bit about how we could support you, you can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. You can check out every podcast episode that I've done there. You can find all the show notes. You can send us a message. You can try one of uh, our programs or our seven-day trial. It's a bunch of good stuff. Go check it out. You can also find us on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective or Instagram, which is where we are the most by going to Fearless Movement Collective at the handle fearless underscore movement underscore co non-gendered fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness or me bowie as the dot no dot t dot envy yes <laughs> so until next week friend remember you are valid right now regardless of what other people may think of you all that matters is what you're doing for you you are the only person living your life and you can live a life that brings you joy Have a rad as day.